2: When I went into a safe neutral zone, 2010, I was in America. This was a time where I ran away from God. And one night I I, I jogged. I jogged in Pennsylvania in the rural countryside cornfields. I jogged in the middle of night, 3 a.m. Maybe there was a stupid thing to do in the cornfields. Because the cornfields have a... They have like a... a, 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 What's that? What's that word? Reputation in horror movies. But I did anyway, (laughs) because it's such a beautiful night. But that night a massive ufo (laughs) came down toward me like and there was this was a time where i was running away from god and that learned me and i have 30 minutes missing time i have no idea what happened
1: It's time for the Strange O'Clock Podcast, where you get to hear strange news with Christian views. Welcome to the Strange O'Clock Podcast with Michael and Sherry. So it's just Michael and I on the line right now. We're just doing an informal thoughts about the show with X. So he wants to be called X because he wants to be anonymous. Uh, he is in a high-profile type of position overseas, and he just doesn't want his employer or potential employers who uh, happen to find this podcast and think he's a weirdo and that's and, and prevent him from being hired at his job or next job. So. So Michael and I uh, had asked him several questions about his experiences and uh, so probably the first half hour or an hour uh, he is giving an introduction with his experiences and just laying the foundation of uh, what he went through and what the impression might be of the listener or watcher. I say watcher because we're going to try to upload this to YouTube uh, and or Rumble or watcher or listener, if you happen to be listening to this on uh, another platform like Spreaker or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or what have you. So the first half hour or an hour, uh, please be patient. Uh, just just listen to him and, and uh, hear him out and be open-minded. Uh, and then I would say in hour two or three, uh, he really gets into the nitty gritty of his experiences uh, with these aliens. Gray, gray alien attacks and abductions it is pretty intense, uh, especially if you're watching it on YouTube, uh, where you can see the AI paintings that he made that are digital creations. And it really illustrates what he went through and, and the shock and the horror of uh, being uh, not only uh, abducted, but attacked physically. Uh, this is one of the most intense shows I've ever done uh, because I, have, I don't think I've ever spoken to a guest who's been physically attacked by an alien. I did interview Wendy who uh, had seen uh, or had witnessed um, alien type of activity in her home and around her, uh, but thankfully... I don't think she was attacked physically in any way, shape, or form, uh, but X has. So, so Michael, tell me your thoughts and impressions.
0: So, um, it took me a while to recover from this conversation just because the material was already super heavy, and then towards the end, the pictures of the gray aliens and just the just the evil of the AI, like the pictures yes. that the AI was developing, that, to me... Burned a hole in my head for a little while, and I had to recover. And I actually drove out of the office, leaving the microphone and my camera, an expensive camera, in the parking lot. Drove home, realized I didn't have it, and I had to drive. I had to drive an extra forty-five minutes last night, just kind of in wow. agony. Still, <laughs> I got home at like four o'clock. Anyway, um, the 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 content of this conversation. Uh, reminds me of a lot of the super soldier kind of people that are involved in MK ultra programs. So please pray for X and know that we're publishing pretty much the whole thing. Hopefully you'll see that there is, this is a, almost like a cry for help and asking for added angelic assistance from a believer, but he's been around the block as far as dealing with the occult and the the grays and, having a lot of these these um, abductions and you can sense that he's still kind of like, this was his first interview, I believe, or at least yes. one of the first ones. And he's still kind of like trying to get his thoughts straight. So sometimes I'll ask him a question or I, I, I you guys may have already listened to the thing. Is this going to be the intro or the outro?
1: <laughs> the intro. <laughs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> okay. So this <laughs> is the
0: intro. Good. <laughs> See how time is so funny when you do podcasts and editing. Oh uh, yes,
1: it is. This
0: out. Anyway, um, sometimes I'll ask him a question and he's like kind of confused how to answer it and just goes on like what he was saying before. And I was getting annoyed at first. Then I realized once he gets into his actual experiences towards the last third of the of the um, talk, because he kind of sets it up with a lot of info. They're so yes. intense and so insane that without that pretext of an intro. You know, there's no way to like even give him any credibility at all. (laughs) So we were kind of the person, the kind of this is what we do is we can kind of um, send our own version of a TR3B alien spaceship from heaven, from angels to kind of bring healing and to, you know, let somebody talk, let them uh, spit it out. Um, And I've noticed with super soldier people, like usually just giving them a microphone. It, and giving them that honor it, it you start to see healing take place so um yes. and i speak this with all due respect not to detract in any way from his professionalism and he's a brilliant guy uh yes yeah i can go on but you know, anyway thanks for for yes. arranging all this
1: right absolutely so yeah so this is his first time so he's a, a podcast version so to speak but once he gets going, it's kind of like one of those uh, stick shift vehicles that first they're in first gear, second they're in second gear. And finally, when he gets into the fourth or fifth gear, he's revving. He's sharing and it's just flowing through him. But it's the first hour or so. Uh, he's just trying to, to get his bearings and and uh, he's tr- uh, just trying to to get the show on the road, basically. Uh, and uh, he's he's a brilliant, intelligent, awesome guy. And uh, we're uh, thankful and blessed to have him on board the Stranger Clock podcast. And uh, so we just wanted to to give this uh, introduction to the show before you all start listening to it. And if you make it to hour two or three, that's the meat of it right there. That's the nitty gritty of it right there. So please be patient. Open, uh, keep an open mind and uh, you may be of the type to where you feel skeptical uh, with regards to some of the, his assumptions um, that he felt the Lord share with him about uh, when the fifth and sixth deals are going to occur, when tsunamis are going to occur, things of that nature. I know plenty of people that are skeptical, but just keep an open mind. The Lord could be showing him these things, um, but uh, it's better that somebody like him shares their impressions you know, and have it not come through then not share them and have them come through. At least this is a sort of exhortational warning to, to really consider uh, not only one's surroundings, uh, where they live, uh, if they live by the East Coast, but, but more than anything to get right with Jesus, because we never know when disaster or catastrophes will hit. Uh, but more, more than anything, we don't know when we're going to breathe our last breath. Uh, on this earth uh, to get right with Jesus, where we are not only the last days, but I would say the last minutes or ticking down to the last seconds before midnight. And I'm using that analogy of the, the clock because uh, I believe that we're like at 11.59 p.m. and midnight will be uh, when Jesus raptures his church or when the tribulation happens. And some people believe that we're in the tribulation right now, which we very well could be. I'm not a hardline person when it comes to eschatology. There's so many different viewpoints on it. And each side shares a very, very, very compelling uh, scriptural viewpoint on it all. Uh, I know that some people are pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib or whatever. uh, But I joke and say I'm a pan-tribber that it will pan out to be whatever God wants it to be in the end days. So, Uh, enjoy listening. And again, please be patient. Uh, This is one of those uh, meals that take a while. First, we're going to give you the salad and that might take an hour. Then we're going to give you the soup that might might take an hour and a half. And then we're going to give you the main meal, probably about an hour and a half or so. Uh, But don't fast forward, just try to listen to the whole thing. And and I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, Or if you're not a believer uh, and you think this is crazy, a bunch of uh, crazy people talking about crazy things or whatever, uh, please still try to listen. And keep an open mind uh, to show you that there is uh, a dark, fallen, alien realm. Uh, and also the opposite is true. That, that there is, is God, uh, there are angels, uh, there's, a, there's a devil and, and his uh, fallen kingdom that consists of demons and aliens. Or maybe, perhaps, could be one of the same. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening to the Stranger O'Clock podcast with Michael and Jerry. Welcome to the Strange O'Clock podcast with Michael and Jerry. We have our special guest tonight or today, depending on when you're listening or watching, that's all the way in Thailand. And he is called, and we're going to call him X because he wants to keep it on the down low. And he wants to be anonymous, which is totally fine with us. And hopefully that's okay with you guys. And uh, we're not going to to necessarily change his voice. Uh, We're so happy to have him on board. Welcome X. Please tell us about yourself, X.
2: Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Geraldine and uh, Mike for having me. Yeah, I'm from South Africa. Uh, I just want to warn people that it, it's like the things I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk very nonchalantly about my life. And um, I don't know, Mike and Geraldine, I don't know if I can bring this up, but it's just kind of to, to give context. Uh, have any of you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? I know of it, but I never.
0: I have, have a lot of it. friends that are into it that have told me how it works, but I've I was never allowed to play it, being a homeschooler mm-hmm. Christian family.
2: So you guys, it. you guys don't know about the alignments in the game. I, we don't. Say if we're
0: hazy about it. Our audience definitely might not know about it, so you should go into oh. it.
2: So it's are just they gonna lines? help? It, no, it's it's going to help people understand my personality. Um, so in in like D and D, you have characters, and I don't I've never played D and D. It's just a good way for me to sum myself up. Oh. Um, it's uh, in 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 the game you have different characters. You create your character, and your character has like a personality alignment. They can be good or evil or they can be lawful or neutral and you can branch out it can be like chaotic evil lawful evil it's like the different personality sets for people so if you were gonna sum me up as a personality set it would be chaotic good like i i live i live for god i live for yeshua but i i don't like to be stagnant I don't like to be religious. I like to charge in. If there's a possibility for me to save as many souls as I can, I'm going to use it. I'm going to charge in. I might get hurt. I might make mistakes, but I don't like to, you know, I don't like to trot along. No, 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 Because the things that I've seen and experienced, uh, it shows me how real this is. And it there's this kind of fire in me and it like pushes me. To 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 run into situations where I might be in danger or I might like be in over my head and I've I've gotten attacked and hurt physically a lot, uh, but mm-hmm. I've learned much. And it's kind of like it helped me grow faster. But the problem is people are going to listen to me, and my sense of dark humor might come out. I might speak of something that happened I to love me it. in a way that's like. Like you cannot say that. That was really insensitive. But it's, it's it just comes out because of the level of things that I'm used to. Um it I know the, the things I'm gonna mention is not normal to people, but it's it's normal for me. And I joke about it because I joke about things because joking about things have kept me alive. Like there was times that I I I, I kind of I think there were times I begged God to die. I didn't want to live this life anymore. And yes humor at even God in my quiet time he would use humor to restore me you can give me a counselor you can give me a, a, a sermon on restoration and healing of myself and picking myself up but sometimes God would restore me 100% just with a joke so humor is big to me humor is kind of like a fuel I run on um many people don't like it jerilyn um I like know it of our, Michael does you too know, you know of our our orthodox brothers in our group. Yes, that's some I people are
0: religious. To. They get offended. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. not us.
2: Not like, us. Like,
0: Try us.
2: Many <laughs> of my friends, family are like they. They look at me and like, how can you say that? It's just because of what I've been through. So I'm of sorry course. if I offend anyone, and I'm sorry oh. if I confuse anyone. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a psychopath. It's just my personality <laughs> has. Shaped like that up until this point. Okay, that's me. I'm from South Africa. I'm working in Thailand. Now I want to keep my name anonymous because uh, I've, I've noticed Thailand is very Buddhist and secularized. And yeah. if I were to be known as this kind of person that's going to say this kind of things, it would be hard for me to get a job because I think there's like systems and stuff that it, my range of employers use to vet who they can hire or who they cannot hire or should not hire. So it can go on my permanent record and stain me because nobody, uh, not everybody believes the way we believe. That's right. We don't
1: want to stain you. We don't want to have anything that would taint your record or prevent you from getting further employment at all, for sure. So you're going to be X, whatever you want us to call you. It's it's just fine.
2: (laughs) Thanks a lot. So, um, I don't know what else to say about myself, except that I, I am a qualified theologian with, I'd say, a major in Christian counseling. I've done Beautiful. some courses in like in like um, play therapy, helping children. I've worked in uh, church ministry situations, missionary situations, where my focus and love was to help children that's been through hell. Like I've been awesome. through hell. It's my passion. I used what happened to me to to help kids. Um, but I didn't know how dark it would become. And I burnt out. I left that Christian counseling kind of scene, uh, in South Africa because it's just too dark and the system is not equipped to help the kids. So I would receive a child. I know this child is being sexually abused, but the system cannot process her at the moment. So I have to send her home. And stuff like that, uh, until until we can do something. But then the next day, she doesn't show up at school. And the day after, I hear she's been removed from the school. And that has happened a few times that broke me. I burnt out. I was just like, I'm I'm getting out of this. I don't think I can serve God really this way. Uh, bless, uh, Bless the people and praise God for the people that have the resources and the emotional capacity for doing that full time. I don't know how they do it. But I learned that my empathy just kind of, it's, it's like a Achilles heel. So sure. I decided to focus on the other side of my life. And that is the side of, uh, I, I don't know what to call it, extrasensory perception, prophetic dreams, stuff like that. Sometimes my eyes get open and I see the world for what it is. And um, these things I started to make my focus. I decided I'm going to be like Paul. I'm going to work secularly for my money. And I'm going to use my free time to do stuff for God. Very uh, good. At some point, I was uncomfortable with coming on your show. Geraldine, you asked me like 2017, would you like to chat? chat? I told you I'm not comfortable because I don't feel that I'm on the, 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 the level or the timeline to start disclosing these things and showing my face. Because I had a lot of visions, but I haven't seen a lot of fruit. But now it's totally different. Now, the things that I've seen and experienced and God has been working on in my life is exploding in front of me and it's becoming, wow. it's being fulfilled. It's happening in this season. I cannot believe the things that are happening right now. Um, and the experiences now is re- reaching fever pitch. And uh, I'm saying a lot. And I just want to say on an additional note, you're going to hear me talk about supernatural things like it's nothing to me. It's not nothing to me. It's very important to me. I have yes. a cloak of many colors. Maybe you hate me because I have these many supernatural experiences. But I want to tell you, if you are going to desire these experiences, you have to be ready to pay the price. They come with a That's price. True. The enemy yeah. knows The moment that Joseph opened his mouth about his dreams, the enemy turned his beloved brothers against him like that. I've experienced that over and over. The moment I open my mouth about something, family, friends, Christian peers, it doesn't matter. They turn on you. And Mm -hmm. I just realized, and that's not all. It's like physical attacks, physical supernatural attacks. There's a physical principality in my room. And this thing imaged me permanently and um, Goodness. losing friends, losing partners, losing girlfriends, just losing stuff. I've lost everything in my life twice. Uh, this is the third time I'm rebuilding and I'm not an alcoholic. I don't use drugs. I was never in the occult. I'm just doing what God puts in my lap and the enemy doesn't like that. And the enemy has been trying to destroy me so many times. I've died almost, I believe, six to seven times in my life. What um, wow. I've, I've, I've I I almost died twice in the womb. I spoke oh to goodness. Vicky Joy Anderson. Vicky Joy Anderson uh, listened to my story and how I almost died in the womb, and she just nodded. She's just she said many people like you, uh, they have one thing in common: they almost died in the womb. It's like the enemy could sense God was wow. trying to do something and trying to take me out. So wow. again, this this is a coat of many colors, but. Uh, there's a darkness that comes with it. And uh, God's plan for you might be to have a family, to have children. In my situation, it's hard for me to think in that direction, because automatically, whoever's going to be in my life is going to be in the firing range of these things. So Mm -hmm. I have to think carefully about You know, I just have to micromanage the interpersonal facets of my life. So if you desire these things, pray for it. It will happen. God's not going to give you a scorpion if you ask for a bread or a fish, but you have to be ready to pay the price. So that's a little bit of my background. I don't know what what's next, Sherilyn.
1: X, uh, after I ask a question, then I'll have Michael ask a question. So X, uh, tell us about how you came to know Jesus.
2: Um. I, as a kid, I was kind of like drawn to to the paranormal. I was automatically drawn to it. My mom noticed it, but my mom is a is a, is a strong Christian. Um, she's very close with the Lord, and uh, she noticed something about me, and she just kept praying for me because she's not your average Christian. She read books like He Came to Set the Captives Free, oh, uh, wow. prophetic books, etc. So she just prayed for me and didn't interfere and she saw me not veering away from the paranormal stuff but keep so god wasn't taking wasn't reacting to her prayers by taking me away from the stuff she just carefully counseled and guided me and let me do my thing and i got into darker and darker stuff never the occult i was just interested in you know paranormal scary stuff and um At some point, I gave my heart to Jesus when I was a kid. I was a stupid kid. I didn't know anything. I was a church service and the pastor asked, do you want to come forward and give your life to Jesus? I was wearing a little cute green uh, suit and I waddled over to the front. (laughs) I don't remember how old I was, but I gave my life life and soul to Jesus voluntarily, even though I didn't really know what was going on. Uh, I think that it was like a, they had like a play or a video playing about people going to hell. And that shocked the hell out of me. And I really <laughs> wanted, to Literally. Give my heart, <laughs> I wanted to give my heart to this Jesus guy as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And my mom said, "I we did it. We went home. And when I came home, when we came home, I started to act strangely. She took me to the wow. bathroom and I vomited up black stuff. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. A, and here's the weird thing. I don't remember anything of it nothing wow I remember the church I remember my little uh green suit but I don't what re- I don't remember that experience of uh, maybe it's a, a manifestation before that nothing dark happened to me I wasn't abused that I know of I don't know who or what did something to me maybe it was a bloodline thing but God took something out of me at that point yes. I don't remember it so the next day I just continued being me I still was going after the paranormal stuff I became like semi-rebellious but never really I was a very good kid to my both my parents but I was drawn to dark stuff and I, I started listening to rock music metal music putting posters on my wall of grim reapers and stuff and playing horror games and reading horror books and blah 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 and at one point, I I decided, okay, so I want more. I'm I want power. There was a lot of stuff wrong in my life. Uh, my family was splitting apart, and oh. I needed power to fix all of this. So I I started to think, but hey, all this dark stuff, maybe I can do occult stuff. Oh. And but my family was Christian, so I know I knew about God and uh, I knew a lot about God. Um, and I was like, and I and something stopped me. Something asked me, asked me, don't you want to try? God's power first before you try Satan's power.
1: Wow. And I'm like,
2: yeah, okay. So I'm like, I have this deal with God. And I and I think, and I'm thinking in my room. So I walk over to my mom, who's a very deep Christian. Mm. Uh, she's also been attacked horribly by the enemy. And um, right now her life's in chaos. And uh, that's a story for another day. Uh, I believe like my brother was murdered recently, violently. And oh, uh, we I'm had sorry. we we had confirmations that that was the enemy. That was like a, a supernatural hit on our family. Oh, but no. back to the story, uh, God gave me, um, supernaturally, God showed me multiple times where my brother is in heaven. So I'm, wow. I'm happy. He's safe. He does not have to deal with the crap that we deal with today. I'm sorry I just said crap. That's going to blurt out That's now okay. and then.
1: No worries. <laughs> You're giving
2: Gerlin
0: uh, more editing to do.
2: Well, it sounds no. like you've had a lot of warfare over your life, sir. And well, th- th- wow. Th- th- hold tight, guys. It's gonna get interesting. Um wow. I, I recently you guys know I wasn't a paranormal show that many people would know about, but my stories were too it's a it's a well known show. People will know the person, but my story was too fringe for that person.
0: Oh, please uh, share those those stories.
2: That might be the reason I don't want to get into it because I love this man. He is the hero of my life. You don't have to Um, disclose who he is,
1: but can you disclose the stories that you shared with him?
2: Back to the story we have. I'm going (laughs) to get lost. You guys, I get lost very quickly because this is 19 years I'm trying to condense. And I've had about a thousand life changing supernatural experiences, like just just too many. Too many now before i forget to say this i've tested myself with three deliverance ministers i've been to three different psychologists i've been to many pastors many christian counselors i even studied theology and christian counseling myself in a hope to fix myself because i thought i was broken but there was no fixing this 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 is a real this is happening it's not psychological it's not chemical these right. things are happening and i have the visions that are being fulfilled to prove that I even accurately predicted my brother's death, oh my wow. gosh so and uh right now, a very major m- vision on my channel you want, um if you someone's talking
0: uh sorry, I don't know why that popped up. I don't know where my friend <laughs> so, podcast. Um, keep going, where sir I?
2: where was i uh um geraldine do you remember where I was?
1: Uh, I think you were talking about how you had a prophetic dream about your brother's Um,
2: passing a major vision. I have a YouTube channel. I have a Twitter. uh, Yeah. And I have a major vision that's being, that's, that's being fulfilled right now. It's happening right now. Um, I've, I've done the work to make sure that, that I am, that I am not compromised. I've done Mm -hmm. everything I can. I fasted, I've prayed, I've cleansed my bloodlines. I've read like, many books on all these things we're going to talk about. Uh, I, I can't do more than this. If someone's going to tell me, like many people have told me, told me you are full of demons. I'm like, there's nothing more I can do to like, uh, how do I say, convince people that, you know, God is using me. This is high strangeness, high, high strangeness. I know. And I realize, and I'm sorry. Yes. There's too much happening to me. It, to some people, it sounds too good to be true, but then again, do you want to pay the price for these experiences? Um, there, there, it, happened, it It just happened. I lost myself. What was the I want to for say
0: rambling it's, as you're, no, it's okay. You're. You're like a time lord, you know, Doctor Who. You have so many lives across so many worlds and the world tries to tell you you're crazy. You've done more work than I have. I mean, brother, I've lived in Asia and been through many dimensions and you know my grandfather don basham worked with derek prince and then i went and joined the children of god and some lots of demonic things and angels good things mostly someone uh, gave but... me
2: that derek prince it's like a deliverance dude right
0: oh yeah like if yeah. you haven't listened to derek prince like wow you have someone some really fun homework
2: (laughs) last night someone gave me a book about him i asked the like he had a a testimony and like this guy had a testimony of of delivering demons and that's something i've never done i've never delivered a demon out of somebody and i asked this guy just to get that
0: foundational teaching man i mean that's you can't beat that Derek prince
2: this guy yeah this guy recommended Derek prince i've downloaded the pdf i have it Once I'm done with everything I'm doing now, I'm going to jump into that. That is, I put it in my special folder where (laughs) I have things. I have like a long queue of stuff to get into can't wait for that that's going to be awesome
1: i recommend derek prince as well somebody had given me a derek prince tape all the way back in 93 and she was giving me a summarization of what he taught and believed that he was a deliverance minister and i kind of scoffed and balked because i just wasn't ready for it but then everything comes around full circle that you're supposed to (laughs) know about right when you're in the lord Mm. so about five or seven years ago People started talking about derek prince in my circle uh that he's a deliverance minister and i thought oh my goodness like somebody was trying to, to give me his tapes and books back then but i just wasn't ready for it but now i'm totally ready and and brother x there's nothing that you could say to us that we would be like oh no you're full of demons or you're lying or or this or whatever i mean there's probably nothing that you could tell us that would that that would totally you know, cause us to be, you know, uh, full of astonishment or what have you. So we we don't think you're weird or, or strange or anything like that by your experiences. So so please, please, uh, please, please share with us.
2: <laughs> I just want to like for all your watchers, I'm an idiot. My mind is like my my body is it's been is, is, is kind of broken from all of this. I have like multiple things throughout my body and I know that's the enemy. Um, and my mind is kind of fractured, just the things I've had to process. Uh, my emotions are torn, but my, my spirit is strong. And if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, I, I wouldn't have made it to this point. And right yes, now I'm, ex- I'm experiencing um, supernatural healing through my body. Uh, because uh, I don't want to forget this, but Gerilyn, I'm going to give you something. Michael, I'm going to give you something. It's a two-month-old super weapon God gave me. It's literally the product of my life and my research and all my experience. It Everything fits on one page. It is kind of a guide that easily puts your mind in the right frame to attain intimacy intimacy with God quickly and to manifest, supercharge and put on steroids, the spiritual gifts and spiritual fruits in your life.
1: Praise God. This
2: is something, I believe this is a this is a, a fruit that has come from all of this. It's it's new. I've tested it like uh, seven times. And um, the things that have come from this blew my mind. Um, one day that I did this, my eyes were open. And I saw in my room what I can only describe as like a, a sentry drone watching me. This thing was half- Biological half machine. Wow. And I was, I, I, I stared at it for 10 seconds. And while I was staring at it, I was like checking myself, pinching myself, and I was checking myself mentally. And I'm like, I'm really seeing this thing moving slowly on my curtain. It was, it was not big, but it's like, I can show you a picture. I have the picture right now. If you want to see it right now, what I saw, I made it on Photoshop exactly as I saw it. And uh, this was wow. the result of this thing that God taught me. And I believe God has taught me this because the time has come for all Christians to supernaturally manifest Christ in them apostolically, because there's mm-hmm. a, a really big battle coming right now. And God wants to give this to his body. I believe, yeah. uh, the time is ripe. The time is right. I'm, uh, I've been put into contact with the right person that can use this, but I'm going to give it to you guys too, because you're just as strange as me and you (laughs) might find a use for it. And uh, all this high strangeness happening in my life. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of an idiot. I'm not good with maths. I'm not special. I'm not rich. I'm not super clever, super charismatic. Um, Anything I say can be attained by anyone. The key is the Holy Spirit.
1: X, uh, could you tell us some of the prophetic dreams and visions that you've had? Or was it you feel comfortable sharing?
2: Okay, so the biggest one is, this is how it all started. Um, the, I've, I've had semi-paranormal experiences when I was a little kid. And then everything went dormant. And so those people that want to call me demon-possessed the surprise is that all these things, supernatural things exploded in my life. The moment I went to seminary, the moment I started seminary and just like it's 24 seven in God's word, because you're training to be a pastor. When I started doing living like that, that's when these supernatural things just exploded out Mm -hmm. of body experiences. I've had like three and now people are going to say, Oh, he's demon possessed. But, uh, uh, no, uh, I've had like three hundred plus sleep paralysis attacks throughout I have my too, life, brother. Actually, I've three had, days,
1: ago, three nights ago, it happened to me.
2: You're doing something right. People are gonna tell you you are demon possessed, but the people I've spoken to that are experts in this, they're gonna tell you you're doing something right. right. If you were doing right. some, if you weren't doing, how am I gonna say? You're doing something right, and that's why the enemy is giving you attention. Yes, it's it's a spiritual attack because
1: Mm. you're doing something right in the lord it's a spiritual attack it's not it's coming from without not from within
2: Mm. that's right the
1: the sleep paralysis
2: yeah uh i i've I've, i have details to confirm that if you want to get deep into sleep paralysis but i'm going to circle back myself uh you said oh there i lost myself again." um we were taught. I was. I was. The dark seminary, archons so... are
0: trying to subvert this broadcast transmission.
2: No, it's it's just we it's must much more. stay on track. It's much more simple than that. I'm. I'm. I stupid. know. Yeah,
0: no, I have brain fog happens. too. I mean, it's only <laughs> 11 p.m. here in the east coast of USA. Oh my
2: goodness! Yeah, it's late. It's like morning uh-huh. here. I'm sorry, guys. It's we're okay. Good. We're, we're guys. Out. A, it's weekend. Yeah. It's okay. If you, if, I
1: don't have to if, work tomorrow. Yay!
2: If you want to sleep, sleep, just say you can go sleep. Uh, but I can talk it's for okay. eight hours. It's interesting. Your your stuff.
0: voice is very calm and, and the material that you're sharing with us. I feel like you're kind of doing an introduction to a lot of stories, which yes. are true, but they're not made up. I believe you. Um, I believe you too, but, brother. And that's, that's a mark of the spirit is that you're not like, there is a sense of peace in your voice as you're sharing this. And I will add this, that when we spoke offline off record that your humor is off the charts. It's really oh, fun. Oh, you've got a great so, sense of humor. <laughs> that's another good the, sign.
2: So, I think humor is one of the spiritual gifts it has. to be. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, I I love humor, and that's how, like you, that's how it's. The Lord has used humor and comedy to get me through the most darkest, deepest moments in my life. Because if you don't, if I don't laugh, I'll cry. So I prefer to laugh. I know. <laughs>
2: I love the way God mocks His enemies in the Bible. There are some good golden moments where He mocks His enemies. Uh, one right. golden example is where He uh, Elijah mocks the Baal prophets. I just think yes. it's golden. Oh, it's that, so guy, that guy! That guy's a meme. A meme lord. He's just given us so much to use. Yes, I'd love to meet Elijah one day in heaven, and I'd love to meet John the Baptist and Paul. Who Who do you mm-hmm. guys like to meet? Who's oh, your hero? Enoch. 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 Oh, that's not a good one. Uh, I want to see what, a conversation between
0: Enoch and Jeremiah. Like, Jeremiah is still kind of mopey from, like, all the horrible things that he had to see. And then Enoch is, like, this bubbly, like, happy guy. It's, like, really fun. Uh, I,
2: I, see of Enoch. Joseph. I see Enoch as, like, super serious. I think Enoch would be you uh, If you, re- if you okay. read the book of Jasher, Enoch hmm. sounds like he's never had an unserious moment in his life. Really? <laughs>
0: okay. Have, have you really? read the
2: book of Jasher?
0: Yes, sir. I have.
2: My parts. goodness, that thing. So we don't know if it's true, but it, it just it, it blows my mind because some of the parts might be true, especially the details of Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, oh, the yes, lady, definitely. the lady that was like uh, tortured with bees. If you I remember that, that story.
1: I just read two like chapters in Jasher.
2: This, this, So they they lured people to Sodom and Gomorrah and then they would take all their possessions, everything yes. they had and there would be vagrants on the streets. And anyone that fed, clothed, or watered these visitors to the city were killed and this one lady helped this one suffering guy that was lured to the city they took everything that he had all his wares all his money that's how the city became rich they robbed travelers coming into the city and then they kind of like imprisoned the travelers in the city and this lady was uh, she just had compassion for one of these guys and she fed him and clothed him and watered him secretly but the city found out and they beat her and tied her to a post and covered her With some kind of liquid or some kind of substance that attracted bees. And she was literally stung with bees to death. She was a a bloated mess. And her cries to heaven is the thing. Her cries to heaven was the thing that moved God to think about destroying the two cities that was that's, according to yeah, the book of jasher i, that I remember was that God's in the book of straw. jasher
0: so you might say that it's it, it, it wow. we don't know for sure if each detail is true but there's nothing anti-bible in the book of jasher so mm. you're you're good to read the book of jasher and it, it could all be true. in fact a lot of it has been confirmed so uh, there was just stuff. some like source doubts so that's why it's not in the canon or something like if there's a lot of extra details
2: Mm. But right. very
0: good. So you're aware of extra biblical books. Cool, man.
2: Yeah, I'm 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 diving into it slowly. I was busy All with right. the book of Jasher when I got sidetracked by this vision, major vision that I had that started being confirmed and I'm like, God, please don't Tell do us. this now. I want I want to finish the book of Jasher. Please don't do this now. But anyway, mm. it happened and I'm now I'm sidetracked finishing this project first. When I'm finished with this, I'm going to go back to the book of Jasher. I'm hyper analyzing the book of Jasher mm. and seeing, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I, on my channels. I want to highlight the interesting parts and the inconsistencies in the book of Jasher for anyone that's interested. It's kind of like a thing cool. I was working on.
1: Cool.
2: Um, Geraldine, I forgot, I forgot the last question you asked. Uh,
1: Yes. X, visions. Tell us uh, the, the, one or to three most prominent uh, dreams and visions that you can think of that you feel comfortable sharing?
2: I made this video in 2015, where I wanted to raise awareness about this vision phenomenon that was happening. I thought this was going to go viral. It didn't. Because let's say you have a dream about a kangaroo. And you type in YouTube, dream of kangaroo, there's going to be hits. And if there are so many people dreaming about the kangaroo, oh, there must be something special about this kangaroo. And that's where I guess I made a mistake. But as I started seminary, one of the things that exploded was, and I could not escape it, I just dreamt about this massive tsunami taking out the west coast of Africa, the east coast of, of of the Americas, And I dreamed this same dream from multiple angles, God showing me that the Atlantic Ocean will destroy the surrounding coastlines for a few miles inland. It's going to destroy a lot. Um, Millions are going to die. It's some kind of event that's going to happen. And as I was trying to do my missionary work and study theology, God was pushing this. This is one of the manifestations of this supernatural whatever that I have, deposit of the Holy Spirit, calling of God. I don't know what you call it. Um, Jessie Sebatar is a high-level ex-occultist. She said something about uh, when you you have a certain bloodline, things like this will manifest in your life. I don't know what bloodline I have. That might be a reason for why so many supernatural things are happening in my life. Maybe it's because uh, I had good teachers and I've just been funneled and channeled in the right biblical directions. And because of my belief and knowledge is on track, God is giving me his Holy Spirit because I'm believing right. But when you don't believe right, when you believe wrong, you're gnostic, God's not going to manifest power in your life because you believe wrong. If you're right. going to do miracles and and you're going to tell people, well, I'm getting miracles, so believe in me, believe in my gnostic teachings. No, God's not going to give you power if you have the wrong teaching. So that yes. might be another re- reason is because I'm I'm going in the right direction, hmm. and the right direction I can summarize as uh, messianic, Jew Christian, Divine Council worldview, Michael Heiser. That direction, I believe, is the right pure direction of believing for a Christian. Other Christians will not uh, agree with me, but it might be a reason for why I see manifestations in my life. Uh, So back to the visions, this prominent vision that I had about this massive oceanic destruction event happened to me and I dreamt about it. So when you dream about when you dream a dream twice as someone who works with dreams and visions, pay attention. When you dream something yes. three times, you need to start paying attention to it and interpret it as soon as possible because God's Amen. God wants to do something. Yes. And you dream something 70 times, I don't know what you're supposed to do with that, but my reaction was to put it on YouTube and to start investigating it. And hmm. as I started to investigate it, I saw on YouTube, and here's where the can- kangaroo thing comes in. I saw on YouTube thousands of other Christians also suffering from constant tsunami dreams. They're all dreaming tsunami wow. dreams. And these, the interesting thing about this is that these are either Christians that's deep in the spirit or they're living on the coastlines. And God is like screaming this. I believe to the body of Christ, that there's going to be a massive oceanic mega tsunami event that's going to kill millions of people. And I think mm-hmm. God still has flashbacks. No, I'm just I'm, I'm going to like read in stuff now. Sorry, I don't know Please. God's thoughts or emotions, but I think God has flashbacks of the flood of Noah. And this yes. is not going to be a flood of Noah guys. The world's not going to flood. We have right. the rainbow to confirm that. No, yes. the right. rainbow is not gay. The rainbow is flood of Noah. Remember the judgment. Yes. The whole world is not going to be flood. There's just, there's just going to be a massive coastal wipeout, and people are also reporting this on the American West Coast. So it might be an Atlantic Ocean Pacific Ocean thing. The yes. source and the, the 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 cause of this. I might not mention what I believe is going to cause this. I'm not going to mention because then definitely your guests are going to come together. They're going to find me and crucify me. Um, no, so I'm not going to say not <laughs> our
0: guests, not ours. I'm
2: not <laughs> going <gonna, Not ours. laughs> to say who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the, the zealous ones will find me, but like eh. the cause of this is like, this is next level. Uh, But what I can say for certain is that there is going to be a massive oceanic disaster event. And I'm talking about a tsunami wave the size of a mountain that's going to just barrel down on coastlines. Uh, God has told me many times from the moment that you realize something is wrong and everybody's going to realize something is wrong globally. The moment you realize something is wrong. And you know you're on the coastlines. You have 15 minutes. Either Mm -hmm. to get up a mountain. Or to say your last prayer.
0: If you're living
2: on the beach. With your beautiful beach house. Bad idea. I'd say everybody living on the coastlines. Get away from the coastlines if you can. Um, This has been seen by thousands of Christians. Uh, And here's the other thing. We all dream about a massive disturbance in the air. Yes. And that's the thing that I'm not going to mention because people are just going to, like, close the video and not watch anymore. Um, there's a massive disturbance surprised. from above. There's massive, there's earthquake. There's going to be earthquakes globally. There's going to be massive waves. And every, everyone that's dreaming these tsunami dreams say that they are lifted up into the sky before this happens or they're suddenly on a mountaintop or they're suddenly in space looking down on this Uh, disaster the disaster doesn't touch them they are up above and some say they're suddenly in heaven, they see the disaster coming but the next moment they're in heaven what does that sound like?
1: Hmm. sounds like the rapture
2: yeah Yeah. we are all seeing the massive tsunami event Mm -hmm. and the rapture on the same day so you are—you uh, wow. guys are aware of Dr. Thomas Horn?
1: Oh yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are that's you aware? this is
0: fringe Christian stuff, man. We're this is like our this is uh, like our last decade of interface. Steve Quayle, Tom Horn, Ellie Marzuli—the whole gang. Doctor Future, yeah.
2: you're talking to the Fringe to- Radio Network right now, man. I would love to give Dr. Thomas Horn a bear hug because he as well is another tsunami dreamer. If you know his apophis vision, uh, then you would know that he has seen this as well. Something hitting the ocean, massive waves. You know about Perry Stone?
1: Yes.
0: Not on my end. Not so much.
2: Perry Stone type. You can. uh, So, Mike, you can like type in YouTube uh, uh, Perry Stone tsunami dreams if you listen to him. He will literally say the same things I'm saying right now. He wow. said that it is absolutely ridiculous the amount of times he dreams about a tsunami wiping out coastlines. Okay. Sometimes twice a week, he has a massive tsunami vision. And he's come on recently and said, guys, I'm still getting this. This is big. And you all need to get get into the rock, get into Christ.
1: Yes, this has amen. been
2: coming. It started in 2006 still been happening um the scary thing is this the tsunami dreams was a common occurrence to me sometimes i would have three of them in one night sometimes it would be an out-of-body experience and i would witness this event as if i'm there and uh this is another reason why i'm this like impulsive chaotic good push hardy person because i've Mm -hmm. seen millions of people die over and over and over again, 70 times. So if I'm not doing everything I can, that blood is going to be on my hands. So do you want supernatural experiences and visions? There's going to be blood on your hands if God shows you something and you don't do anything about it. Do you want that kind of life? Because maybe God's plan for you is to run your business and to be a, a financial blessing to ministries. Maybe you're a good business person. Maybe you want these supernatural experiences, but maybe you don't really want them. Think about your kids think about your wife. Satan will take whatever he wants and whatever he can away from you um so count your blessings if your life is normal. Count your blessings if your life is normal That's right
1: Ex I've also had tsunami dreams probably ever since oh three or o four. Same thing. Uh, I know probably around I, I, not as many as you have, but around five or six times a year, I have massive tsunami dreams. Sometimes I'm go. in it. Sometimes I'm I'm, but I never die in it. Uh, there's times where I've I've been swept up, like you said, in the air, looking down, or I'm I'm riding on the top. You know, surfing the riding wave on the top, the top. Or what have you? Riding yes. on the top, surfing on the top. Wow. Yeah, That's right. Awesome. And, and it never kills me, and and I think that it's a warning. To, for people to get right with Jesus, uh, we know that for sure, to get right with Jesus, whether or not there's a tsunami, but we know that there is something cataclysmic coming in the form of a tsunami, but not worldwide like in the, the days of Noah, but in major parts of the coast. I mean, I just right? went to
0: Florida. I just went to like one of the Fort Myers, drove through there, total devastation. I didn't actually go to the beach, but like the the pier in Naples that I grew up, walking down it's gone like most of it is gone (laughs) and Fort Myers destroyed uh so definitely I mean a lot of people were not ready for that sudden it was a tsunami let's just admit it was suddenly a total rising of the ocean it went up to um the Gulf of Mexico went up to like the second floor of a lot of people's houses they just drowned
1: right one of my uh friend's daughters is in uh, Fort Myers and, uh, she said that her daughter, uh, unfortunately witnessed macabre scenes of bodies floating down the street, uh, because the, because the, the water was about, you know, five foot high or what have you. Um, I know that the, uh, the manager or not the manager but the the, the leader of our uh, asian committee uh, where i work uh lives in fort myers and everything got flooded where he lives where he works uh like you said to the second floor uh, but thankfully where we're at uh near orlando didn't get hit hard but i know that my orlando co-workers uh some of them had gotten hit hard and but that's going to be a baby step compared to what's coming and folks if you're not right with jesus uh, receive them in your heart, repent as soon as possible, because you don't want to be cut up with, with these cataclysmic disasters. But anyway, sorry, X, go ahead, continue.
2: Um, I'm gonna, anyone that's interested, uh, go type in tsunami dreams, tsunami prophecy in YouTube. <laughs> Get ready, you're gonna scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll because there's like hundreds, maybe not thousands, maybe a thousand. I don't know. I don't know because I haven't reached the bottom of that list yet it's just too many people having these and it's not it's not is muslims it's not hindus it's not buddhists it's christians seeing it's christians only christians seeing this specific vision and uh god said in the last days i will pour out my vision on all flesh now the first tsunami dream vision i had literally there was this big bulging cloud in the sky it was like five you know clouds go in layers they're like the bottom clouds are like white and then higher is like gray and they get darker as the cloud goes up that's what i saw but it was an apocalyptically huge cloud and this cloud burst and just water gushed out of it and when this water gushed out of this titanic cloud i saw the tsunami come and that was god i believe literally showing me Symbolically, the last day's outpour of dreams and visions. And I believe it may be it may be the midnight call or it may be part of the midnight call uh, that, that God says the bride is, the, the groom is coming. The midnight mm-hmm. call is in the parable of the 10 versions where yes. there's a crier that's saying the bride, the, the bridegroom is here. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's now the bridegroom is coming. Now you need to come into the wedding hall. Now the door is right. going to close and uh, people who are going to take their time. Now getting right with the Lord, you're still in that relationship. You're not supposed to be in. You're still in the occult. You think you have five years. Um, according to Dr. Thomas Horn. if I don't think, Thomas Horn and I are seeing the same thing. I think Dr. Thomas Horn is seeing the third, the second and third trumpet. He has the trumpet, those trumpets for 2029. That's his prediction that this thing is wow. going to hit us 2029. I believe God has shown me the sixth seal. Wow. If the seals and the trumpets and the vows are chronological, then what I am seeing has to happen earlier than 2029. And there is a big, according to the Essene calendar, there's something big supposed to happen in 2025. And that's when I, I'm not going to say it will happen. That's my best guess for when this thing will happen. God has shown me the time of year this is going to happen. This is going to happen when when the whole world is celebrating something. This is either Christmas time, end of the year holidays, or this signifies some global celebration of something maybe the end of world war three or maybe something big is being i just see in this season when this thing is going to happen the whole world will be celebrating Uh, i might go as far as to say they will be saying peace peace if that rings any bell
1: like in revelation
2: When when they say peace peace destruction will come upon them suddenly So I've seen this. God shows me that the time that this event will happen, this is literally the third tsunami vision I had. I literally saw people. This was the vision. The vision starts with, I see people eating, feasting on the beach. They're feasting, they're eating, they're drinking. The scene shifts. And I see people getting married on the beach. Just many people getting married during this time. It's kind of like an economic or a joy boom globally. People are eating and drinking, married and being married. That's literally in the Bible. Uh, I think it's, it's... i'm gonna i'm i'm speaking under correction now is that acts or peter or somewhere where the scripture says people will be eating and drinking marrying and being giving in marriage and blah 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 and then the flood came and took them all away that's what people were doing in the times of noah and god says like uh um uh all already but not yet it was kind of like it's it's like it's it's going to hit us like the flood of noah it's not going to be the flood of noah but the bible said that the end the tribulation will begin like that so in this time when this thing is going to happen the world's going to be celebrating something that happened or it would just be holiday time i see this happening when it's hot in south africa and cold in america and your coldest months would be what december
1: january february i would say
2: that's when we have christmas our summer christmas in south africa so it's going to be from november to january and my best bet is 2025 though i might be wrong i have been wrong like when the first year i started getting these tsunami dreams i was telling everybody the world's going to end of course i look like an idiot now uh, ever since then i think i've i've done it three times where i said guys guys you got to get ready i've had like i've had like bags in my room with with I spend all my money buying survival stuff. because like when it comes, it's under my bed. When this happens, I just grab my stuff and I'll run. The interesting thing is that I be- I didn't believe in the rapture, when I got these dreams. I was post trip because I was suffering so much. I believed God's not going to rescue us because look at me. God's making me suffer 300 sleep paralysis attacks. So, you know, we're all going to suffer. God likes us to suffer. And because of the tsunami dreams, the tsunami dreams made me understand the rapture is real. I saw the rapture in my tsunami dreams, but my mind just didn't couldn't process it. And this this God like rebuked me and said, the rapture is going to happen tell people this so that they get ready because if you if you don't believe in the rapture oh you're going to suffer anyway in the tribulation so I, I might as well sin and do stuff you know, until the tribulation happens and then then i'll, I'll like quickly say uh, a prayer to jesus when the volcano explodes because like i can still so the rapture is like coming and uh you need to be ready 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 i think that's right. the reason why God is telling me the rapture is real because there are many people who are not ready, ready, ready. And we are not completely sure what level of Christian you need to be to be raptured. Do you need to be apostolic level? Do you need to be go to church every Sunday level? Or do you need to be like, I, I have given my life to Jesus, but I'm just kind of living normally. What, what level of Christian do you need to be to be raptured? And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to make sure I'm going to be like, the top level, I need to be because I, I what I'm seeing, I don't want to experience that. One of my tsunami dreams, I I was I made it, I'm safe, I'm I'm on a hill, but I see all the corpses of these children oh, floating gosh. upside, wow. float floating face down, and as they're floating face down, their their bodies turn into garbage. Oh my! It's
1: goodness. just
2: like human bodies, human flesh will will drift around like garbage there will be like flotillas of dead humans and animals just like bundling together and floating and rotting and people will get sick of the amount of death there will be there, the 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 stink of death will be so strong in the air that there will be plagues in the aftermath so right. if the tsunamis are bad you don't want to be in the aftermath um there the, the i think the the planet will be covered in smoke for a while. It's going to be immensely cold. For some reason, there's going to be a constant wind blowing. I've seen so many atmospheric scientific things in my visions that I would like to share with like a, an, an expert, a geological expert and stuff. God is showing me immense detail that m- my mind doesn't know these things. I'm putting them wow. on my channel. They can like analyze them when when this has all happened. The people in the tribulation can analyze them. Uh, you see me on my, on my channel, the way I speak and the way I upload my things and the way I share my videos, I'm not sharing them to, I'm kind of sharing them to wake people up. Mm. But the way I'm doing my channel, God told me that uh, X, you have a choice. You can either warn people now before it happens, or you can warn them after it happens. What do you want to do? And then the God spirit, and I'm like asking God spirit, like, uh, why, why, why is there two options? And God spirit impresses on me that if you warn them now, you don't have to warn them then I'm like thinking, and that's one of the thoughts that made me realize rapture. If I warn them now, if I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do now, I'm going to qualify as a good and faithful servant to be raptured. But if I don't Mm -hmm. warn them now, I'm not going to qualify I, I'm, I'm spitballing here, I'm guessing. Uh, and I will be in the tribulation facing my crimes of not doing what I was supposed to do. And then I will warn people then. Um, it's things like this. Now I'm, I'm beginning to ramble. I mean, I'm going down rabbit holes. So you guys need to stop me whenever you want to. Can but you repeat
0: the- your channel? Uh, just because maybe many, many people want to they're hearing you just now. and They're like, what channel? Uh, where can they find your channel? What's the name of it?
2: I don't know if I want to share my channel because then my face will be connected to my channel.
0: Uh, well, do you <laughs> want to do a podcast? Like have your own uh, podcast maybe thing? Like what we're doing right now?
2: So I've been very busy the last three weeks. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. So I, I haven't like prayed much about, this is the first time I'm doing, I'm doing something like this. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure what I'm doing and I'm kind of not sure what I'm supposed to do. And if I'm supposed to share my channel, it's going to be connected to my face. I don't want you to make this audio because I think that takes away from the authenticity of what I'm saying. We'll publish the video. You publish the video. You have my full, uh, what's that word? Blessing, permission. Thank you. Let's let's play a game with your viewers. Let's play a game. Uh, Type in Tsunami Dreams, Tsunami Visions in YouTube and maybe you find me. You're not going to see my face in my videos but maybe you find me. I'm just the guy that's talking about this the most. So let's pray that again. you're
1: able to I hope that you're able to find him folks. So
2: it's, uh, just one more thing like if we do another show in the second show I then I would have prayed about this and asked God is it okay for me to blah 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 then then I don't mind sharing my my channel directly no the worries. name of my channel. But you guys know it anyway so
1: I'll let Michael know what your channel is. We'll, like, we'll uh, like take a look at it together.
2: Viewers, viewers that are very good friends with you that you guys trust, you can share my channel with them. But I don't want it to be super public yet because I'm in the season now where I'm looking for a job, and it's well, very let's, crucial.
0: That's okay. Let's sure. let's focus on some of the things that have actually happened to you because I'm sure people are interested to hear you know specific details. Even if you can just share a couple out of a myriad, um mm-hmm. we would love to know more about what God has has done through you and the kinds of interesting adventures that you've had in in the in the spirit. We're all about this kind of stuff, brother? So don't hold back. What was the things that were too crazy for a mutual friend of ours uh, <laughs> that i I'm just interested to hear some details, man.
2: Me too. Something interesting. Something interesting is happening now. I feel God is telling me to like. It's like so. Each of us need to ask the Holy Spirit. What questions to ask? I think we're 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 interested in getting like uh curious, but like I think I think the Holy Spirit wants us to, to go down. To go down the rabbit hole, He wants us to go down into uh how do we do this um so mike you you haven't asked me a question you 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 said i need to share the craziest thing
0: well i'm just talking about the audience i mean right now we're kind of doing an introduction i think but uh just interested to know maybe some specific things like you're you're giving us a lot of kind of introductory mm. avenues and giving us the broader picture but um and you can continue to do that if you want but um with the interest of making this kind of because the point of it's not about UFOs and Bigfoot and supernatural, you know, transdimensional time travel, portal, ghost, aliens, all that stuff is interesting, but mm-hmm. it's not the goal. Why we're doing this, and I hope why Sid Roth or uh yeah, Sid Roth too, but Tom Horn and Steve Coyle and all these guys, they what we really want to do is win souls, right? So the I look at all this kind of interesting material is kind of like bait. And uh, maybe I should be seeing this on the air, but like to draw people in, like when you talk about, oh, I had a supernatural experience. Where are you leading them? Hopefully you're leading them to know, to have a relationship with God. Right. So, um, but I, I don't know. I mean, you can keep going. Your stream of consciousness is great. I didn't want to interrupt you. I just, that's my kind of I'm li- I'm listening to you, thinking of the people that are going to be listening to this, and I know they're like waiting to be like, what was the thing that so and so wouldn't let you talk about? Like you're talking like, oh, I got all these oh. fringe things. Okay, yeah. I'd be interested to hear some of the details about that.
2: Okay, so now I'm going to share what I believe. So there's two things, uh, Gerilyn, You need to help me. Re- Remember, I feel the Holy Spirit is telling me two things now. Okay. Um, I'm going to share what I believe is the cause of the tsunami event. Okay, great. And then I want to share you guys the vision that I had connected to Jesse Sebatar. You know Jesse Sebatar?
0: I was literally going to tell Geraldine we need to interview Jesse just like the last 24 hours. She because... does shows. We need yeah. to talk to Jesse. Okay. We'll...
2: Jesse. We'll talk to Jesse. So, like, um, this is going to maybe be like, uh, uh you maybe you want to tear your robes now. This is going to be blasphemy, but I believe that Jesse Sebatar, according to a vision I have had, is as equally important to the body of Christ right now as Paul the apostle was to his okay. time.
1: That's not blasphemy. I believe.
2: I believe she is extremely important and wow. if she tells me or asks me to do anything i would do it right now no questions asked as much time as i need to devote to it i would do anything that she needs right now because i believe like the most important move of god in our time is right now happening in connection with jesse and if you don't know who jesse Sebatar is uh, find her material and pray for her if there's anyone you need to pray for right now pray for that lady if you see what she's been through and who she is and how up she's been in the paranormal she knows everything she she literally knows everything everything we guys speculate about wow she knows like physically tangibly she has she's been face to face with Lucifer she's been face to face with Molech she wow. has been super high. It's, it's like, it's, you know, the book, he came to set the captives free.
1: I hadn't read it, but I know of it. Yes.
2: Anyone that knows that book. So that's, that's a great story. Uh, I don't know if it's true or not true, blah, blah, blah. I I, I can't tell you there's people that say there are, they're like charlatans, blah, but like Jesse Sabatar is, he came to set the captive free but on steroids that lady has wow. been through so much um i want that's to amazing. tell you about a vision connected to her that's going to be short but i think let's begin with um what i think is going to cause the tsunami event and Geraldine, it's i'm going to share this with you too because i trust you too but if you don't accept what i'm going to say now if you don't believe in it if you think it's just going to cause more problems than add to whatever Christianity is trying to do, then just cut it out. So what God has showed me 60 times is the tsunami event. Uh, I believe what God is showing me is the sixth seal, seal number six. And um, that means we are now in the fifth seal. In the fifth seal, you are supposed to see extreme bloodshed of innocence and martyrdom. We're mm-hmm. not seeing that right now. It's we, we have the woke movement. And right. that's like, but but you're you you're you're at peace now, Geraldine. Nobody's like surrounding your house with torches and pitchforks. But if you go not that I know you, of <laughs> you you are living in relative peace. Right. And, Thank God. Um, for and now. so peop people are gonna disagree with me. They're gonna say so the rapture happens after the rapture happens, then it's the first seal, the second seal, third seal, fourth seal. I'm going to point to Derek Gilbert, and I'm going to port point to, uh. let me just see what's the name, West Clouds Rising, West, West Clouds Rising. This is someone who's publishing. Nobody knows about this guy. Uh, this is someone who publishes articles on eschatology, and nobody knows who he is. I tra- I contacted him. He's very elusive. He doesn't want to talk to me. I don't think... He's someone everybody needs to be concerned about, but he's one of the guys and also Derek Gilbert and Sharon Gilbert that are proposing that we have been in the seals since the crucifixion of Christ. The seals have been happening and opening and we are now, according to me. God said one day, I'd like God, what what is this? Where what what? And He said, like, make a timeline of the tribulation. So I made it. I made the seals, the trumpets, and vials. And then God said, where do you put the tsunami event? So I'm like, okay, here at the trumpets, because something's hitting the ocean. And He said, but do you see the rapture there? I'm like, no, I don't see the rapture there. Where where would it fit better? And to make a long story short, I fit the tsunami event with the sixth seal. Because of what I've been shown, and um wow, we are we are now on the fifth seal, just to get back to that. I believe we are now in the fifth seal. if you if you pay attention to what's happening topside on the surface of the world, you wouldn't see much bloodshed. Although Christians are being eradicated in the Middle East, parts of Africa, Pakistan, I believe, Christians are being eradicated there. Mm, we right. are not Presibuted. hearing a, it's a total, uh, persecuted, yes, but I think I believe in somewhere in the Middle East, Christians have been killed off.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: Eighty mm-hmm. percent have been killed off or left the country or something like that. Eighty percent of Christians, or it's a very high number. I'm speaking under correction. Um, so top side, it it still looked like relative peace and safety for Christians, but once you listen to Jesse Sebatar, mm. you start to realize how much innocent blood has been spilt and from what she's saying the altar of sacrifice has literally been overflowing for at least a hundred years uh there is an underground there are tunnels and caverns and cities and places where children are being slaughtered and abused their blood is being used like a currency as if it's nothing especially children the main reason that jessie sabbatar turned is because like there's a passion as she was so deep in the occult she just grew tired of seeing these kids being mutilated and drained of their blood in disgusting sick ways and we know from some christian sources and people with near-death experiences we know that if you die in a certain at a certain young age you go go directly to heaven age of accountability blah 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 Mm -hmm. so that would make a child a saint because they're still innocent and the blood of the saints will overflow with the fifth seal so there's reason enough to believe that we are now in the fifth seal uh um also the occult the the things they do how they attack christians there's many of deaths of christians that we rule as natural according to jesse many of them are supernatural which is don't have the proof for it uh so i believe we are now in the fifth seal and the sixth seal is around the corner it could be 2025 maybe it's not 2025 no one will know the day and the hour god said that um and that—that uh, there's that, that promise of God. You can you you can know the season, but not the day and the hour. Not even the the Son of Man when he was on earth. Not even the angels. But we know we are in the season. We see the signs. Um, sixth seal. It might be five minutes from now. I'm gonna high five both of you in the wedding banquet five minutes from now. It might be. That's how urgent and pressing it is on me. We're in the season. We're like November. To January right now. It might happen now. It has to happen soon for any of my work to have any credence. Um, Tom Horn also said uh, Apophis asteroid 2036 or 2029. So there's, there's between now and 2036, it has to happen. If it doesn't happen and I'm still around year 2036, that would be a big reason for me to stop being Christian because that's how strongly I believe in the things that I've been shown. The sixth seal. You can go read it in the Bible, see what happens. Um, Before I read the sixth, sixth seal in detail, God first showed me this. And here comes the cause for the tsunami event. What God has shown me is that the world is normal. Normal. Sinners and believers are still living, working together, sleeping together, eating together uh plowing the field together grinding the mill together that's a little right. scriptural reference yes um people saying that uh there's going to be a mid tribulation rapture uh, or a post tribulation rapture doesn't make sense because according to the bible believers and unbelievers will be normally living next to each other when one is taken and one is left And uh, that only makes sense if it happens when life is still relatively normal. So what God has shown me is like life is relatively normal. Everybody's celebrating something. There's a boom. Everybody's eating, drinking, feasting, marrying. And then suddenly everybody's looking up. God has shown me that a high speed. Now, this is the part that you can cut out, leave out or put on. It's up to you. You have to listen to the Holy Spirit because this is the thing that Made many people, many other people tell me I'm demon possessed. Uh, One reason they like to use is you have you've had too many sleep paralysis attacks. Uh, Here's a little. We don't think that
1: X. we don't think that. Uh, we, we have both gotten attacked with sleep paralysis uh, more times than I can say uh, since, since 1989. And it's not a result of demon possession, but a, a, spirit, a demonic spirit attacking you. So that we do not think at all, not even 1%, that you're possessed because you have hadn't had gotten uh, spiritual uh, paraly- demonic paralysis. So, so no way. <laughs> we don't think that.
2: If you take someone that has been suffering this is a little juicy tidbit for people to chew on. Um, I have so many juicy bits. You take anybody that has been suffering from sleep paralysis as many times as I, as I, have, I have had suffering, suffered from sleep paralysis. And you, you read to them. The part in the New Testament where Paul. Now I might be wrong about this, but that's how I interpret that passage. Where Paul talks about the thorn in the flesh. Read yes, to that person, yes. read to them the thorn in the flesh account of Paul. They their fates might shift, they might become emotional, or they might cry. Because that's literally what the struggle with sleep paralysis feels like. A yes, thorn in absolutely. my flesh a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan. Uh, Mm -hmm. I pleaded to the Lord to take it away from me, but he did not. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. Now, the interesting thing, before I stumbled upon making the connection between sleep paralysis and the thorn of the flesh, one interesting thing that God did to help me with my sleep paralysis, he didn't take it away. Interestingly enough, he guided me to the work of Andrew Womack, and Joseph yes. Prince. Listen, if those two guys did not exist, I would have committed suicide a long time ago. Wow. God bless George Andrew Womack. God bless um, Joseph Prince. God bless someone else, a South African called uh, Arthur Mankies. Those three guys kept me alive through sleep paralysis. The only wow. remedy for sleep paralysis, I don't know why, is hearing about God's grace. That's the only thing that heals the trauma of sleep paralysis. If you're suffering, for, suffering from sleep paralysis, Andrew Womack, Joseph Prince, it's going to lift you up. You're going to float. You're just going to feel the love of God fill you. And it's going to push all that trauma out. Uh, also,
1: David Jeremiah, he has a book actually called, I believe the thorn in the flesh. And he talks about people suffering uh, that are believers due to various reasons and how uh, God has given them the grace to endure it and persevere and to cause Christ-like humility and compassion towards mm. those who are suffering. And I that, that story about the thorn of the flesh and about what you're going through with the sleep paralysis and just general physical and spiritual attacks uh, really resonates with me because I've had uh, not only paralysis, but also have had physical issues and, and spiritual issues and mental issues and what have you. And it's, it's from the enemy. And some of it i I believe that god wants us to press through and to fast and pray because as the scriptures state some only come out as jesus said some only come out meaning demons by prayer and fasting Uh, and so i part of me thinks that jesus wants us to pray and fast to to lose the strongholds of the enemy over other people's lives that we love also in our own life uh, but then there's other times that i feel like the lord's allowing these things to happen to to give me humility and compassion uh because i remember paul saying that to prevent him from being uh prideful or boastful or conceited due to all of the various revelations he was getting that he received the thorn of the flesh the messenger of satan and and you're absolutely right. I think that the sleep paralysis probably is a thorn in the flesh, because even though you rebuke it and you pray and fast and you rebuke it in Jesus name, it comes back. And so what else could that be except a seeming thorn in the flesh? So it is kind of a mystery of what Paul is referring to. So many theologians have said that it's this or it's that, but
2: homosexuality I think that- or an infirmity or something. Yeah.
1: Right. A lot of people have speculated what it is, but I think that, that the sleep paralysis is one of the many thorns of the flesh that the Lord could allow. Not that the God necessarily wants us to quote "suffer," but He allows suffering to occur to bring Christ-like love and compassion and humility in our lives. What do you think?
2: I think the key there is job. Job, there yes. are if you if you are going to listen again, I cannot stress this woman enough, Jesse Sebatar. There is these weird legal things between God and Satan. Yes. And yes. and like Satan sometimes identifies an individual, goes to the courtroom of heaven, and goes to God and appeals and gets God gets God God's yes. permission, not because God yes. wants to, but because we sold our birthright. Shout out to timothy alberino we sold our birthright so so satan has a measure of legal authority to influence us and to give some people thorns in the flesh Um, yes i believe my personal opinion paul was suffering from sleep paralysis even though he was a super apostle even though he was experiencing amazing things this one thing he could not escape Because this is something that Satan assigns to you through the courtroom of heaven to keep you back, to either intimidate you and impress you with his power. Many people that suffer from sleep paralysis get drawn into the occult because it's supernatural. They're going to have questions. They end up the same. Yeah, he he also suffered like sleep paralysis and stuff, and uh, he experienced out-of-body experience. I know exactly what you talk about. Yeah, I've watched a lot of Josh's stuff.
0: Yes. Can I ask you about Jesse? Because I've listened to so many testimonies like hers. And I, I'm i interested if you know of Dan Duval and all of the satanic ritual abuse survivors that Dan yeah. interviewed, because there's dozens of them. And Jesse, she mirrors many of their testimonies, not to put down any way. I'm just saying like, do you feel like it's Jesse herself? Or is it maybe that? testimony of that there is all this underground satanic masonic illuminati child sacrifice like that's the main message is that or do you feel because i'm just curiously asking you like do you think jesse herself has a specific anointing that is like paul the apostle level um and so, d- so you know about dan Duval and all those guys no
2: i that that's something I need to bloody write down. That's another name I want okay, to. Okay, Dan into. Duval for the you, last Duval.
0: seven years has been interviewing. I can't tell you how many people that say exactly what Jesse has said.
2: Oh, so and he is a Christian that interviews survivors.
0: Yes, he's also on our network with Fringe Radio Network. He's he's a yeah. good old friend. I've interviewed him before, and he just does seen. amazing work. Bride Ministries and. But it's it's like off planet, you know, interdimensional satanic ritual abuse—just the most horrific stories of what they do to kids. I mean, that's why we're doing this, really, is just to fight for the kids. Mm. Um, but okay, that's okay. I'm just trying to. I'm just getting to know you. So yeah, you should write down Dan Duval and go and look at his podcasts from years back. He's uh, he's doing some great work. But, I'll but I you agree. You, I
2: mean, as far as Jesse, I agree about that. Okay, I need to keep that now. Dan Duval. but I need to finish this thought first. Yes, sir. Uh, thorn in the flesh, because right in the context, why I think it's sleep paralysis, right in the context of that passage, Paul talks about the exceedingly great revelations he's been receiving. So I think if someone is going to want exceedingly great revelations, or if someone is experiencing amazing revelations, I think a key, a th- key thing in the life, their life, would be sleep paralysis. I'm open about it, but many people maybe not open about, many prophets or stuff maybe are not open about their sleep paralysis. But I think many of them experience it like I do, but maybe they keep it to themselves. But that's just another thing I wanna say to people that desire these things, are you ready for that? Do you want a thorn in your flesh? Cause Satan's gonna bring a legal case to you. a a legal case against you in the courts of heaven. He's going to come after you Um, back to Dan Duvall, Jesse Sabatar. Um, The way I live my life and do stuff for God. I respond to what he gives me. I, that's how I want to live my life as closely as possible to how Jesus lived his life. Whatever I see the father say and do, I want to do that. So he, whatever I get as a vision or a dream, uh, I don't, take all my dreams as canon for my personal spiritual journey sometimes I dream about flamingos dancing on a blue ball that's not prophetic I just had too many (laughs) tacos okay so I'm not I'm not stupid Um, I I respond to visions that are abnormal or repeated or that are out of body experiences or open-eyed visions blah 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 I don't want to lose my track of thought okay so the reason why I'm with Jessie Sebatar and so leaning so heavenly, heavily upon her is because um, a vision accurately predicted on many points. And I'm going to read you guys these points. Accurately predicted what she's disclosing now. I saw in 2016 a vision that made no sense to me. I knew it was very important and I shelved it. 2021, I thought this vision was about the ET hybrid thing that's happening. And it it is, it is, but it was still not what it was for. Jessie Sebatar and the stuff that she says is literally everything in that vision. It literally gives the timeline for the near future and the stuff that's going to happen. And my vision confirms what she says. So other people would say she's a charlatan or she's just like deranged or demon possessed and blah, blah, blah. And she's like taking everyone for a ride. But for me personally, when she started talking on my laptop screen, I just, I fell off my chair and I, I've sent her that's Geraldine. I told you last night I was very busy. I was typing an email to Jesse Sabatar. It took me three hours to wow. type it as condensely and as detailed and as useful to her as possible, just to give her this confirmation from my side. And I also want to give her this weapon God has taught me that I'm going to share with you and Mike. I've, I want to share it with, Je- with Jesse as well, because I believe, because in the vision, God said that Christians will have to transform to take down the system. And the world celebrating something in my tsunami dreams might be the world, might be the time where everyone is on track. The left, political left, political right, all religions will be on the same track because the underground system of tunnels and cities might be exposed to the public so that everyone will know about it and everyone, the whole world will celebrate the rescue of these children underground and the knowledge that these cities, technologies, hybrid beings exist. It would, it's going to be disclosed, disclosed to the world. That's what Jesse is doing right now. That's the strategy that I got in the vision that I sent to her. And that's what I believe will possibly be the reason why the world will be celebrating. Another reason why I think the world will be celebrating. God has shown me atomic warfare. Um, it might happen tomorrow. Uh, God has shown me a, a, a city in a desert that's going to be hit. That might be Iran. Uh, God has shown me an American city that will be hit. I believe that is San Francisco. Two two missiles will be sent towards America. One will be shot down. One will hit San Francisco. Um, and another place that will be hit is some place north of Thailand. That can only be China. Wow. So I think uh. there's going to be a nuclear exchange now. I believe it's not going to be for the sake of war. I think this is going to be a COVID thing. I think the enemy is going to deliberately do this atomic war to take attention away from what Jesse's trying to do. Wow. Um, in on my channel, I tell people don't be disca- don't be don't be distracted by the war that's going to maybe happen. Um, stay on target. Stay on focus with this brotherhood it's called jesse calls it, this global system mm-hmm. the system she she calls it the name that they use for it is the brotherhood it's subdivided into three orders the order of melchizedek it's a fallen fake melchizedek of course uh they're like they're, it's like the fake light order many many famous christian leaders are under this order either knowingly or unknowingly they are serving that satanic order through whatever ministry they have and there are high level high profile ministers who are actually high level satanists but nobody knows about it jesse though knows their names and says that it's not the time to disclose who they are yet so the one order you have is Melchizedek. the other order is the golden dawn the other order is the order of the phoenix the global satanic brotherhood is divided into these three orders, and this is one of the things that the vision I was shown, the system in detail, that the order, the, this this beast, this underground beast, has three eyes. And Jesse disclosed the order is subdivided into three, so that is like a confirmation. That's just the taste of this vision, and this vision is available to the public. Anyone can go see it. Of course, I'm not going to share the name of the vision because you're going to find me too easily, and that's going to ruin the game for your guests. They need to (laughs) work through the tsunami dreams and find me, but I think they'll find me easily. And um, sometimes you don't really need a lot of
0: extra art and fluff stuff. It's fun if you have time, but when it comes down to the content of what we're actually talking about, this is very important stuff. And the reality of the the supernatural realm. That uh, especially when you live in countries like Thailand, like Taiwan, like Japan, it's much more palpable. I think that when you live in the USA, there is such a just there's such a materialistic spirit. And there's such a dumb spirit, like kind of like an I'm with stupid beavis with bub head spirit uh-huh. that when you talk about real stuff, people look, look at you like, "Duh, are you trying to
2: show off? Amen. Like,
0: they're not inter They're not into. I'm Amen. sure even you know people in South Africa, but um, that's not you guys listening. I'm talking about the normies. Yeah. And um, yes. there's it's a an huge awakening or- happening because of the lockdowns. But we don't have time to just talk about A, B, C, Rockefeller, you know, Rothschild, Illuminati. There's enough stuff out there. We're trying to get to like the heart of what is what is God doing right now? And I think that you X have really uh, been seeking God and, and been hearing from him and noticing dreams and, and really pondering to the depth of what these things mean. So I don't want to uh, take the mic cause I blab a lot on my show already. Lovely. I'd like to hear you. And um, I might still kind of throw a little thing. I just want to kind of get to know you a little better and see where you're coming from and and really what is your mission and your, uh your war cry and your call to action i guess they say these days like what what are your listeners supposed to do with the information that you're sharing with us
2: um some reason i want to say this now uh so maybe i have a bloodline thingy uh I, i would like to speak to jesse sabatar personally, so she could get to the bottom of why I'm experiencing the things that I'm experiencing, because we've barely scratched the surface. We can go really deep into individual experiences. I've had Um, funny experiences, disgusting experiences, dark experiences, mind-bending experiences. There's one time where I lived in another dimension for a day where everything was perfect. I thought my life here was a distant dream. I woke up in that dimension and I thought my life was a distant dream and my life was perfect there. Everything in my life that sucks so bad was the opposite and I lived there for one day and when a certain time during that day God's voice boomed from the heavens and said this entire day you haven't thought about me once and then he ripped me back into this reality.
1: Wow, that's the
2: that's the kind of it's like God created a pocket dimension just to teach me a lesson. That's the kind of stuff you're missing out on if you're not close with the Holy Spirit. Wow. And we can go into detail with with what that thing was like. But the reason I'm bringing that up is because like the the, the experiences, the depth I've had with with God was to stay alive. Because whether I wanted it or not, I ran away from God three times. But when I ran away from God, I was naked and vulnerable. I crawled back to God because I needed his protection. Because it didn't, I kind of like went into sin in a hope to stop the experiences. But Satan wouldn't have it. He wanted me dead. I realized he wanted me dead. I thought I was going to like just go into like a safe neutral zone. No way. When I went into a safe neutral zone, 2010 I was in America. This was a time where I ran away from God and one night I, I, I jogged. I jogged in Pennsylvania in the rural countryside, cornfields. I jogged in the middle of night 3 a.m. Maybe there was a stupid thing to do in the cornfields because the cornfields have a... they have like a... a, a, a what's that... A, what's that word? Reputation in horror movies. But I did anyway because <laughs> it was such a beautiful night. But that, but night, that night, night, a, a massive, massive, massive UFO, UFO came down, down toward me, like, 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 and, there was, and this, was this was a time where was I was running, running away from God, from God, God, God. and that and learned that, me, learned and I have and 30, years 30 years minutes missing time, exactly. I, have no I have no idea what idea happened. What happened. Wow. Uh, still today, I wanted to talk to the hero that I spoke to recently, you guys know who he is, I wanted to ask him advice, but as you know, as I've disclosed, we never reached that point, sadly. I need closure. I need him to tell me, give me someone that can do hypnotism on me. I want to know what happened in that 30 minutes. But that UFO, I believe, was able to get close to me because I was at that time running away from God. Doesn't work. So if you are deep into supernatural experiences, you're living. maybe you are watching the show, you came, came on it, and you're in the supernatural stuff, um, don't run away from God. You're gonna shoot yourself in the foot. Satan wants you dead. You're not gonna find safety in sin or safety.